You're listening to Shortcuts, a podcast about East Lamal, featuring conversations and interviews with people in our community, East Lamal business partners, and people who make East Lamal what it is. I'm Sean Ferguson. I'm the marketing and specialty leasing manager for East Lamal and your hosts for Shortcuts. Today, our guests are Christina Arwood and Zach Garcia with Wesselman Woods, East Lamal's nonprofit of the month for August. And now, here's our conversation. I can't remember the last time I was here. I know, and I hate saying that to people, but I always say that because I'm always honest, but I always say, boy, it's been a long time. Yeah, I, I know when I was a kid, and this is, you know, we, we're, you know, we're celebrating the anniversary, so we, we need to talk about that here in a minute. But I know when I was a kid, we used to come all the time, and mm. schools would come out here and stuff, and it was just a really cool, one of the coolest field trip opportunities I know I've ever had when I was a kid. So I'm really excited to hear what's new, what's going on. I know you got a lot of good things going on. But first, introduce yourselves and kind of talk about what you do here uh, you know, for Westland Woods. We'll start with you, Christine. Sure. My name is Christina Arwood. I'm the Director of Marketing and Community Engagement at Westman Woods. In addition to planning events and putting uh, marketing out for our education programs, our research, um, I handle the social media website, um, and I'm also just, I'm a people person. I love to be talking to folks all the time, so awesome. uh, you'll probably see me flittering about. Hi, I'm Zach Garcia. I'm the Executive Director at Westman Woods. So what do I do here? Oh my gosh, I, um, man, I've done programs here. Right now I'm working on insurance claims. Um, I, I, I work with um, you know, government officials, donors, the board, of course the staff. I mean, I, I just kind of, I run around. Yeah. I think that's like a big part of my job is like running around and making sure everything is just going smoothly and we have the resources to, you know, just keep growing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's very cool. <laughs> so at the time we're recording this, we're sitting yes. here kind of after a, a, a fairly good storm has blown through mm-hmm. the area. And as I understand it, there's been some damage uh, to the point where the trails are you know, closed off. Christina, how, how, how much damage and how long will this you know, impact. Oh yeah, I, we have the largest urban old growth forest in the U.S., which is our claim to fame, and we love this place. But that 200 acres is full of trees, and mm-hmm. with the um, recent rains that we had, and this being just a wetland forest anyway, those root systems of those trees don't grow so far. So okay. we had a lot of toppled trees, and we might not know the full extent over those 200 acres of um, old growth forest that we've got. So um, the damage that we're immediately concerned with was anything that. Was was in the way of the trails. So we've been working with our volunteers to cut those down, make the pathways safe again, make sure there's nothing, uh, you know, that's ready to fall down as well. Absolutely. I imagine that's a major project. Uh, A lot of people may take that for granted. Uh, How do you guys identify volunteers? How do you identify, you know, services to come out and help you with that, Zach? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a really great question. And right now we are relying on our experienced voter or um, volunteer base right now because we are city property and that's where it ends up getting tricky because when we have all these down trees we have all this debris um, on the trails or in the nature playscape wherever you know I mean it would be easy to just put out a social media post and say hey everyone come out and help but because we are city property because um, I mean, just asking anyone to come through here with a chainsaw and then they like cut off their leg. We're liable, like we could get in a lot of trouble. So we're relying on our 
and our experienced volunteer base right now of like a core 30 people to come out each Wednesday or whenever they can during the week. I think I saw someone this morning helping out. Um, so that's that's kind of like the caveat with it because you think like, oh, you get everyone everyone's support out here. And yeah, at certain times we can, but when there's volatile limbs, um, you know, we're, we're, right now it's a precarious situation with the trails closed, you know, it's... Um, it's also unique in a way because we are a nature preserve first yeah. and foremost. So we also wouldn't want to have anyone taking things off the property. So these people, this core group that we trust, we know that they know the rules, yes, the, the state preserve important. rules. So um, it's important to us that we, we keep what's in the nature preserve here because this is a natural process. Yeah. Storms have been blowing through here for thousands, millions of years. So um, it's nothing new. But we want to make sure we protect what's in here and let that natural process continue. So those fallen logs, they become homes to animals mm -hmm. and bugs and everything. So, sure. yeah, it all it all ties in. Right, and that's all okay. Exactly. It's just we want to get it away from the trails so the people yeah. can be safe and things like that. Exactly. So I, I think that. what I find more concerning is that, yes, this is a normal process, but with climactic change and i'm not going to say that was a part of climate change because right. that scientifically that's not good to say so but what i'm saying is that you know we saw a drought this summer i mean let's call it what it is i mean two months of almost no rain you know over 95 most days and then we have terrible rainstorms and then we have this crazy wind anomaly right. um and you know it's it, that what worries me is that if that type of storm came through and we had all this other, you know, you know, weather patterns that we normally don't see, you know, is this going to be happening the next, next year and the next year and the next year, right. um, you know, and are, are, are we seeing these, you know, climactic, um, effects at effects, home. Yeah. Right. At home now, you know, we see them in the tropics, but are we seeing them now in temperate deciduous forests? Yeah. Very interesting. Happy anniversary, guys. Oh, thank you. What a cool thing. <laughs> yes. Um, 50 years. Yes. 50 years. And, and and I'm not trying to diminish it. That's a long time. But I really felt like it was longer than that. Oh, I was yeah. really surprised when I heard it was 50 years. Yeah. That's a, that's well, a really good point. The work has been going on for much longer than yes. that. So 50 years as a nonprofit is where we're at. But okay. of course, this forest has been here hundreds of years before. Thousands of years. Thousands of years. Yeah. Untouched. Yeah. So yeah. that part of that virgin old growth. Um, that's what that means is this forest has been untouched by man for the most part mm, yeah. um, for all this time and it makes us very unique you don't find that in the US um, right. so to be 200 acres largest urban mm -hmm. forest um, you know so in that city setting as well we're right in the middle of yeah. Evansville and right behind East Little Mall yeah. so <laughs> it's a pretty neat thing but yeah the work before neat. started with Junior League of Evansville mm -hmm. um, there's lots of other women who were involved in um, creating this yeah. so with okay. the, there's a storied history you can find out more on our website westernwoods.org okay. okay. to read more about the history that's amazing great what are we doing to celebrate oh we've had things all year mm -hmm. we're talk we, some more? <laughs> yes we had um we had a green gala this year um and it was at valleys and uh gosh it was just so much fun it was so nice to have our donors our volunteers staff board members all there and just celebrating this forest and we had some trivia the food was great 
Um, and our major fundraiser for that is actually a really fun project. So um, we are calling for donations for a treehouse in the nature playscape. Oh. So that is our next big project. Our next okay. big push is okay. to uh, introduce another cool aspect to the largest nature playscape in the U.S. as well. Absolutely. So we had a couple of claims to fame there. Yeah, absolutely. This year has been... <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a lot. We we added the Bernhardt Family Bird Sanctuary, so that was another two acres to the nature playscape. We unveiled our Eco Access Initiative, which is uh, a program that we're basically giving a number of local nonprofits the ability to come through here with their groups for free. So YMCA, there's a program called um, Diamonds and YCAP, and you know it's a it's a set group of kids that you know, do community projects, visit community places, and they're able to come through here for free. Big sis or big brothers, big sisters, you know, bigs and littles can come through here free. Boys for and free. Girls Club. Burles, Boys and Girls Club. So and the list goes on. We've got um, I think last time I person. counted there were like seventeen or eighteen other organizations that they can come through here for free. So the Eagle Access Initiative. Which is aimed to, the, the aim for that is to get groups out here that wouldn't maybe normally come out mm -hmm. or wouldn't right. have the means to. Because right. yes, we have an admission fee and those admission fees help us to sure. maintain the trails and take care of our animal ambassadors. But this program specifically allows these folks to come in for free. That's amazing. That's yeah. awesome. I'm trying to think of what, uh, I feel like we've had so oh much going on this year. We had our first art show. Um, which was amazing. I I don't do art, but I buy art. Um, and these paintings, and I shouldn't just say paintings, but the 2D and the 3D, uh, oh my gosh, it was just mind-boggling how talented, um, how many talented artists we have locally. It was just, it was incredible. Um, we just finished up, um, and this is something we do annually, but summer camps is a big draw. Mm. Um, and we're finally getting back to pre-COVID capacity mm -hmm. with those. And the kids just absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, and we have fall program, fall education programs for the kids as well. Ah, we had our free week. And free We had a week in the summer that was free, and we saw over 2,000 people come through here. Wow. So, I mean, it just, it just goes to show that when we're thinking about quality of life and quality of place, I mean, people... People love Westland Woods. Something that we haven't said yet um, that we found in the forest. I thought it was a bear, uh, but it wasn't a bear. Um, we we have um, a trail cam that caught a bobcat in Ooh, here wow. last last week or a week and a half I ago. So. so we were like thrilled. We were so happy when we saw a bobcat because again, just a healthy ecosystem to have all of these apex predators to have you know from down to the microorganisms to the macroorganisms to see a bobcat was just like. Yeah, and if you're oh, interested so in that program, cool. it's actually called the Wild, uh, Westman Woods Wildlife Watch. So okay. these trail cams are set up throughout the forest, yeah. and they capture movement. And a lot, of, most of the time, those are animals in the forest. So we've caught coyote, uh, deer, deer, snapping turtles, and now bobcats. Mm -hmm. So it just shows how much this ecosystem is thriving and how important this ecosystem is to not just the humans but the animal friends as well yes so yeah. cool so yeah. Good. yeah when i whenever anytime i say community the other day i was in a strategic a steering committee for the the parks five-year plan and I, my biggest thing is that when we say community it's not just a community of of people it's a community of plants of wildlife of you know, the weather, all of these ecological elements that come together and they're all interacting, that is our community. Zach Garcia and Christina Arwood are our guests today on Shortcuts. They're from Wesselman Woods. 
For more information on Wesselman Woods, visit them online at wesselmanwoods.org. And now, here's the conclusion of our conversation. You guys mentioned the playscape. That's a huge thing. I oh mean, gosh. two acres. Well, now it's a total of five acres. Now it's five. Yes. Wow. yes. So the okay. original playscape was three acres. And then with the Bernhardt family bird sanctuary, birds, bird sanctuary that's another two acres to yeah. that. So, wow. Whew, wow, that is yeah. a, that's an all-day oh, visit I mean, right. all the way around. We have the trails with the kids, which we have four miles of trails um, through the forest as well. Yeah. Um, but that nature playscape alone is a ton yeah. of fun. There's grapevines to climb in, trees to climb up, um, yeah. rocks to jump off of. <laughs> There's so, just so exactly. much. Wow, yeah. that's very cool. Very yeah. cool. I saw some pictures uh online and you know on facebook of it and i'm like golly that's really cool too that's awesome and so. not just for kids uh, it's fun for adults too <laughs> oh yeah well that's I, the cool thing about i it. found myself climbing up trees and, and <laughs> eating some mulberries and yeah. blackberries i, I gosh oh, yeah. the nature playscape truly is for everyone so as we look ahead 50 years mm-hmm. now we're going another 50 years <laughs> uh what what lies ahead? What, Good what question. Yeah. I know I, I probably won't be alive at that time. <laughs> um, but you'll be here. You'll still be executive director. <laughs> oh gosh, um, whew, that's a long time. Um, I don't know if the community's ready for that. Um, but the next fifty years. So we we just came out with our strategic plan um, this year, which was great timing. Um, and what do we have? What do we have coming down the pipeline? I think the treehouse is the biggest one. Um, the other one is par three golf course. Um, it, it was gifted to us by the city in 2020, so during COVID. Um, and we are kind of slowly, but um, strategically looking at what do we want to do with this like 40 acres. Um, I think a majority of it we want to reforest. And when I say reforest, I'm not talking about planting trees. I'm talking about trying to get the genetic diversity of this virgin old growth forest mimicked onto par three land. So how can we get the seeds, the acorns, all of that from this forest over to par three so that we're conserving the same genetic diversity, not just species diversity wow. so that's going to be part three and we're also thinking about maybe a new nature center of course keeping the original nature center but mm-hmm. having a new nature center and having you know a, a, a fairly large substantial building that when people come through here i mean you cannot miss it it's going to be in social environmental ecological mm-hmm. um building a that hub. a hub of for uh, education and research exactly I mean, that's what i think uh two of our focuses are we've got um you know our mission is to connect people and our vision is to connect people and nature mm-hmm. so um any way we can do that we will find ways to yeah. um, expand upon that in the new nature center um, and a new muse building is also in the work so yes. our raptors that we currently house um we've got six raptors we're working on uh, fundraising for a building there. Mm-hmm. Um, and another one I thought of, we're trying to renew our focus on how wetlands. So we also manage that property. Okay. Um, and because it's on the opposite side of town and it's not staffed, you know, we see a lot of vandalism um, and we get a lot of phone calls about various activities. So we are hoping to staff that 
um, and be a bigger presence on the west side as yeah. well. Okay. Hopefully that's in amazing. the next few years getting a nature center that's that's completely free for the west side. Yeah. Um, that would that's that's my dream right now is mm-hmm. to get a nature center over there that looks that has the same spirit as Westland Woods but giving it that Howe Wetlands aspect to it. Oh yeah, it's a beautiful property uh, and so unique in itself. It's one of the largest in the city, or sorry, (laughs) in the state, um, which there's only, I think, five in the state. So it's, again, another unique property that we're proud to to manage. So a lot in the pipeline. (laughs) From a community standpoint, from a human standpoint. (laughs) There you go. What what can people do Mm -hmm. to help? Oh, there's quite a few ways. Um, I think the biggest and easiest for us is to donate. If you've got, I mean, any dollar, literally any dollar amount will contribute in some way, um, be it the animal ambassadors, be it education programs. Um, you can sponsor families to uh, have their membership here so you can help other individuals experience this place for free. Um, that's a part of that eco access initiative that we mentioned as well. You can sponsor campers if you want to help a kid experience those awesome camps. Um, there's volunteering as well. Mm-hmm. Of course, we thrive because of our great volunteer base. Um, we've got research if you want to get involved, not just with the Wildlife Watch, but if you want to become an Indiana Master Naturalist. That's a program we offer here. Wow. So you can take classes with us to support us. Yeah, I'm Amazing. sure. I'm... Christina's on it today. <laughs> she is. She, she is. She's on it today. That is I really love good. it. No, she, you know, just to reiterate, yeah, like. I think looking at our operating budget, I think a lot of people still assume that we are completely funded by the city, which Mm -hmm. is not true. Right. 23% of our operating, you know, of of our budget comes from the city. The rest of that comes from individual donors, memberships, grants, sponsorships. So, I mean, it's it's a lot of work to upkeep the largest urban old growth forest in, in the nation. Um, you know, keep this dedicated and incredible staff here as well. Um, And just, you know, keep these programs going. So yeah, Mm -hmm. donating and... um, Participating in events as well. We throw quite a few really fun events. We've got a great big Earth Day celebration that's free for the community. Um, Our Maple Sugar Bush Festival still going strong 45 years after they started, which we tap our own maple trees to make syrup. So it's it's so cool. So you're learning, but you're also enjoying Mm -hmm. what nature provides to us. Um, And then, of course, Wandering Owl is another one. Uh, And that'll be coming up October 15th, 2022. So if you want to buy your tickets, you can find out more on our website. (laughs) Absolutely. Explain that event. Oh, Wandering Owl Twilight Tasting. So it is a um, gathering for folks in our Welburn Baptist Foundation Nature Playscape. um, And they can enjoy local wine, beer, food. Um, I don't know just how many stalls we'll have. But, yeah, the tickets are 50 for general admission. But we'll also have a VIP admission this year, which will... present some different animal encounters and a t-shirt. So nice. um, yeah, check out that VIP option. So will the bobcat be involved? No, but two years from now, it'll be called Wandering Bobcat. Yeah. That's what yeah. it'll be called. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, wondering kind of bobcat. Oh, I, love, I love all of our events. I, and I think what's so special about them is that for any organization, anyone doing any event, like a wedding, anything, you are just like so afterwards it's just like oh my gosh like <gasps> but like what's so nice about the events and this team here is that after every event yes we have that moment of like ooh that was a lot like we got it done mm-hmm. but 
it was so much fun for us. Like we all have fun at Maple Sugar Bush. We all have fun at Earth Day. We have fun at Wondering Now. And I think that speaks so much to the people that come to these events as well, because they don't see stressed out, you know, um, straight laced um, staff members. They see us having fun and enjoying this whole process that we're showing, you know, whether it's showing off, you know, animals during Wandering Owl and Nature Playscape or giving, you know, little tours of the wildflowers back there or maple sugar bush and showing the process of tapping the sugar sugar maples. We all, there's a spirit at Westerman Woods and when you work here and you've, you've lived here and it embodies you and you embody it. And I think, um, I think really the past year, We've been showing the community how much we love this place. And I think that's rubbed off because there has been this new um, spirit and this sense of... Um, invigoration. Invigoration, the sense of hope, mm. especially when a lot of it is doom and gloom, gloom in, the, in the news with in the environment and Westland Woods. We are a beacon of, you know, uh, a force that has been here for thousands of years and um, how special it is, not just this community, but for our nation mm-hmm. absolutely well we've covered a lot of stuff yeah i always try to say <laughs> is there anything else have we forgotten anything or left anything out there that you guys want to talk about oh well, there's probably a, so much more oh, there's probably we go on all night <laughs> yeah. but we won't keep you that long okay. <laughs> we tra- just love this place i mean i can yeah. i talked so much about it to friends and family like Absolutely. i got family volunteering my husband was here taking pictures mm-hmm. for us this morning like very cool yeah it's it's a great place to connect like be it yeah. friends, family, um, yeah, just just come out. That's what I, I invite you all exactly. to come out and join us in this mission to get more connected with nature. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, you guys are our nonprofit of the month, Yay. so we are so thrilled to be connecting with you guys, yeah. and we want to connect more. So we'll be talking yes. <laughs> later about that, but we are going to have you guys at the mall yes. on the 27th. Yes. From noon to four, so that'll be a really Good. fun time, and uh, we're looking forward to that. And I think, uh, I think our retailers are looking forward to it too. I think awesome. you'll have more more store employees and store managers out bugging you <laughs> oh, than thrilled. you know than anything else probably. So yeah, we'll bring along some guest passes, so come out yes. and see us. That's great. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for talking to yes, me. I know we you. could go all day on yeah, this, we but uh, <laughs> but hopefully this will give everybody a nice taste of what Wesselman Woods is all about. And uh, our goal is to drive people here and, yeah. and make sure that they experience this. So well, thank we're you. really excited. And thank you guys <laughs> thank for being with us. Thank you for the opportunity. This, this is, is really nice. This is always a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. This has been Shortcuts. And we want to thank our guests today, Christina Arwood and Zach Garcia with Wesselman Woods, Isla Mall's nonprofit of the month for August. For more information on Wesselman Woods, visit them online at wesselmanwoods.org. Keep the conversation going 24 hours a day, seven days a week on the Isla Mall social media network at The Isla Mall for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also listen to past episodes of Shortcuts on the Isla Mall website, shopislamall.com. And of course, we can't wait till the very next time we see you shopping at Isla Mall.